You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode number 69 of the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling, reporting, and managing social media. You can try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com, or you can click the link in the show notes. Now, today's conversation is with Jen Now, Jen is a former corporate director of marketing turned social media coach, writer, speaker, and all-around storytelling junkie. Her passion is for helping service-based female entrepreneurs sell on social media without feeling salesy or spammy. Jim is the host of The Social Jam, a growing Facebook community of women who are using social media to develop authentic, soulful relationships with collaborators and customers anywhere in the world. I just loved this conversation with Jen. I feel a deep connection with her and we just geek out about social media stuff. So we talk about the importance of listening to your audience. We talked about the value of understanding your mentality around social media, which is so important. And we talk about how to get past your fear of posting and networking. So I know you guys are going to love this conversation. Um, Quick update. Happy Halloween, by the way. Can't believe we're this far into the year. If you are looking at the next few months and planning out the new year, I recommend joining us in the Savvy Social School where this month we're all about New Year planning 2020. And I've got some fun things happening for you guys as well. I'm so excited about that. I love helping you guys out in our community there. So join us at the Savvy Social School. And let's just dive right into this conversation with Jen Conger. Hey, Jen, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you, mostly because I just like picking other people in the industry's brains. Uh, So this should be a very fun conversation. But I want to start at the beginning because you have had a history with a Fortune 500 company. So tell us the story. Yes, this is where my invitation into this whole social media world started. So my background is actually in film. That's what I went to college for. So I started working in corporate companies doing marketing because I was able to pull from my storytelling background and video experience, and it was that natural transition. But this was way back in the day before social media was even a thing. And so I just worked my way kind of up the corporate ladder and ended up at this company, this Fortune 500 company with the best opportunity laid at my feet because they said, we don't really know what we want you to do, but we want to be more innovative and more digitally focused. We see that the industry is changing and you just study everything you can and come back to us with ideas of what you should be doing. I'm like, this is like the best dreamy job ever. So (laughs) I did. I I just looked at what was uh, trending in the marketplace and what was new. And this was back in like 2012, 2011 timeframe. 
and more and more big businesses were going on social media. And back then we had Facebook. Um, some people were doing some things on YouTube. Google Plus was super popular. Remember Google Plus, like those days? And so I went to them and I said, what if we launched social media? And it did take some convincing because they didn't initially see the ROI and the return on investment and something like that. And it just sounded kind of like a nice to have. But eventually the powers that be said yes. And I didn't have any money. I remember that. I remember they told me, Jen, you have zero dollars. Grow a following, make it work. And um, so I just had to get really scrappy. The thing that was really interesting about that was our customers were really excited to be connecting with us in this new way. And for the first time, we had an opportunity to really see and hear them in a new way. Because prior to that, sales was out there in the field and meeting with customers, but everybody back in the corporate office didn't understand their pain points, their needs, their desires. And social really just opened up that door for us to have a more intimate relationship and connection with our customers. And when we started seeing that interaction happening and those followers coming through and the engagement, it just lit up our entire world inside the marketing department. And it really, for me just made me so super obsessed with the power that we have and really connecting with people on these social media platforms. And so that just sparked now this whole career and vision and now my own business. So it was a really wonderful experience being in that company for sure. I feel like, like as you were talking, I was like, this sounds magical. This is like the thing that marketers dream of is being at the ground floor of something innovative and being able to have some creative control. Um, And we'll get into kind of how that translates into what you do today. But I did have one question for you about the first things that you did on social media. I'm just curious, where did you start when you were like creating this content? What did those first posts look like? Yes. For this company, where we started was just reaching out to all of our customers and letting them know we were going to be launching a Facebook page. And what did they want to hear from us? And so we pulled them in the beginning and really used that insight and information to craft our strategy. But we made the mistake in the beginning of making it all about us and the product. So we posted a lot about products and sales and certain things. And those are all fine and well, but it wasn't allowing conversations to take place. And it was a lot of pushing out and then not getting anything back from them. And so it was a big learning experience in the beginning for us to really understand what was going to inspire them and get them to react. Mm -hmm. And we started doing fun quizzes and games. And so we sort of gamified our content and that really kicked things up for us. And the more simple we could make it for people to interact, the better. So I remember like way back in the day, we would take a picture of a product and blur it or like zoom in on it and then ask them, what do you think this is? Just to get people having fun with us. Um, And then it really just morphed into how can we tell more of their stories? 
So I worked really closely with our sales team to get them to nominate customers that would make perfect testimonial and case study stories for us. Because the more that we told their story and we could get them to identify with one another and sort of build a community of peers with each other on the Facebook page, the more followers we saw, the more people were sharing our page, the more engagement was happening. And so it was just a matter of really paying attention to what they were reacting to, what they wanted to hear from us, and then evolving the strategy as we built. That's so powerful because it sounds like early on, you listen to your customers, you listen to the people who you are doing this for. And that's such a, an important step on any social media journey when someone's creating their strategy is um, to listen to the people who this is for. Um, and then you use a mixture of things. You told stories, you had conversations, you made it fun and you used games and quizzes. And I think that's just a really good example of what a well-rounded strategy strategy looks like it. Yes, of course, we want to talk about our products and services and the things that we do, but it's so much more powerful to do it in the way of a conversation and really how we would do it if, as if we were talking to someone one-on-one, -on -one, even if it is a giant company. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So when, when did you start your business in this journey? I started my business three years ago. And the reason for that was I was climbing the corporate ladder and I was doing all of the things to get the bigger paycheck and the nice title. And um, it was interesting because I found myself in a director of marketing position for a small tech startup. And if you just looked on paper, everything looked like everything I had been working so hard for and been dreaming of. But yet I was so burnt out and miserable on the inside that I knew something had to change. So, and it really came to a head for me because I had a really bad day in this new job where I was really trying to put my best foot forward and make a good impression and get things off to a good start. And I found myself in the bathroom stall with my very first panic attack. <laughs> So the stress just manifested into anxiety in my body and I'm in the bathroom crying, saying to myself, who is this person? How did this happen? How did I get here? What is going on? And I knew in that moment that I had to make a change. And I was three months pregnant at the time. So very worried about the health and well-being of my child as well. And I remember going to my OBGYN and she said, Jen, you can't go back. And it was that validation that I needed to hear from somebody else that it was okay for me to make that choice and say goodbye to a corporate career that I had invested so much time and energy in and say, I'm going to do something else that's going to be more fulfilling for me. Mm -hmm. So I never went back after that day and I started my business doing marketing services and social media management for past companies I had worked for, friends and colleagues and just anybody that knew me. Um, that I could reach out to in the beginning, very grassroots. Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's an important thing for a lot of people listening. Um, we have either home-based businesses or podcasts or projects that, you know, we are doing them because of the lifestyle of it, right? And we don't have to be in the rat race, so to speak. So I think that's a good thing to kind of point out and highlight. Um, so tell me a little bit about... Um, a challenge that you see 
Before people hire you for your strategy services, because I know you focus a lot on social media and marketing strategy now. So what's, what's something that like a common area where people get stuck with their social media strategy? So I think the biggest thing is that people don't know how to monetize what they're doing on social media. And they also come at it with, even if it's unintentional, sort of this negative story of, I know I have to be on social, but it just takes so much time. I actually really hate it. I don't want to do it, but I know I need to be there. I know I need to have a presence. And so a lot of what I try to incorporate when I'm working with students or people that are using me for consulting and coaching is the mindset piece of it. Because if we're going into it with this overwhelming feeling of, I just need to make it work and I know I need to be there, then the energy we're putting into it is going to feed us back the results. And so if we've got our mess and our junk and stuff that we're bringing to the table when it comes to creating social content and building a following, then we're never going to get the monetization and the results that we want. And so I guess it's sort of two answers. It's how do I monetize? And then how do I get really excited about the potential of the people I could connect with and develop relationships with and how I can be seen and heard and see and hear others in a way that is really transforming business as we know it and continues to every year. I love that. And I feel like you put into words something that I've been thinking about for the past year, which is that mindset piece. It's like Mm -hmm. we feel overwhelmed. We feel stressed. We feel like we have to do this thing. And then because of that, we don't do it because we don't want to do it. And I think that, um, you know, part of the thing that helps is that mindset piece. So I want to hang out there for a second and talk about that. What's something that we can do to help with that. I know for me personally, I do a lot of meditation and I set a lot of boundaries around social media. Um, but what's something that you recommend as well? And I'm, I'm sitting over here taking notes too, because it's something that, you know, it's an ongoing process to improve. Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. The very first thing I would do is sit with really what comes up for you when you ask yourself what does social media mean for my business? You know, and really get clear on what you want to create there and the potential and the vision. Because I think we need to start with that ask first and foremost. So if I could have anything in the world and I could paint this beautiful picture of what social media could be for my business, what would that look like? And then asking yourself, well, who do I need to be and how do I need to be showing up? to get that vision and being committed to it. So first and foremost, just really laying that out, the vision and the commitment. And then when you start digging into it and really defining your personal brand, what you're going to be sharing, what you're going to be teaching, what you're going to be doing online to connect, then you get to the point where other stuff starts coming up that kind of gets in your way where you feel like, 
posting one day and not the other day and it's wishy-washy and it's wobbly. And so always checking in with yourself too and saying, why am I not doing these things that I committed to myself before? And really checking in with, is there fear there? Is there fear of judgment? Is there imposter syndrome stuff going on? And if there is, there are definite techniques and tools. You mentioned meditation and boundaries, and those are so wonderful. You know, when we start going on social media and comparing ourselves to everything and everyone that we see on there, it sets us up for this mindset failure. So sometimes it's just a matter of, I'm going to skip the scroll (laughs) and I'm going to be very intentional every time I go on social media about who I'm connecting with and and how I'm doing that. Um, And so I think there's just little tweaks once you know the results you want and what you want to build and you're consciously aware of your emotion and feeling about social media as you start implementing your strategy and plan. Mm, That is so powerful. And I think the fear aspect is something that gets us because Mm -hmm. our businesses are very important to us. And sometimes we um, are afraid to share those things on social media. And one thing I also notice is that just the nature of social media, we're seeing everybody else's highlight reel. And so sometimes we don't think our own content fits in that what everyone else is doing or like examining their process too much. We're examining their lives too much and only the pieces they choose to share. Um, We're examining other businesses and going, oh, theirs looks bigger, better, whatever than mine. And I think that, you know, that's, that's definitely something to consider, to sit with. I like the word you said, sit with it, um, lean into it and just really understand why that is. Cause I think that will really help for, you know, creating a strategy that works for you and then also creating a consistency that where you actually will see the results at the end of it. Yeah. And the other thing too, that comes up with fear and it's such a two edged sword. If you think about it, because if I'm coming from fear of being judged, then I'm not going to open myself up to the creativity that's required to really tell my story and speak my truth and be the person that I need to be online to build that influence and following, right? And it's going to keep me from being vulnerable in a way that's going to actually create true connection. And so it's super, super damaging to your social media strategy to live in this fear-based comparison game because it just shuts you off to really the beauty of everything that you have to share and tell on social media and what you need to be sharing and telling on social media to get your ideal client and your niche really understanding you and connecting with you on a deeper level. So we got to crush that stuff and it comes back to mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if someone's listening and they identify that this is something that they're struggling with, they see the fear, um, they see that they're struggling with vulnerability, um, what's one thing that they can do? Where can they start to um, conquer that fear or conquer that vulnerability? Getting stuck on that word. (laughs) I know. That's a tricky one. You know what? There's so many different things and 
you know, I want to say feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, we hear that all the time. Um, I think the second you start telling your story in a way that's comfortable to you, but still sort of pushing you, yourself outside of the boundaries and you see the response, it gives you that validation and that new experience to say, hey, this is actually helping to make impact and touch people. If I shared more, what would happen? So I think it's baby steps. And you can always start with your story and why you do what you do or how you got to where you were. Like a lot of us have stories similar to mine where there was this big catalyst or this big experience that just propelled us to move in a certain direction. Sometimes just starting there and say, hey, I want to let you guys know a little bit about why I'm here. And then really hold, like holding a lot of gratitude and appreciation for the comments you receive or the DMs you receive or the likes or whatever it is. And just sitting in that space of gratitude on a daily basis for like, oh my gosh, look at all of these people that care about what I have to say. Look at all of these people that are stepping forward and supporting me. Like it feels so amazing. Yes, I would love more of that. And then you just sort of get this momentum and the ball rolls and then you get more and more and more comfortable showing up in this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love all of that. And I think that it's something that is a good starting point and it doesn't feel overwhelming. And it, I think that that's really important when it comes to social media. Now, we've talked about um, creating content and putting yourself out there. Um, I do have a question for you about growing your social media accounts because you mentioned kind of monetizing and creating profitability. And that's something that um, my followers are definitely interested in learning more about. Um, so when it comes to building out that community in a way that actually helps us build our business. Can you give one or two tips um, for the listeners so that they can kind of get things going and get things started? Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing that's been incredibly helpful for my business is collaborations. So especially when you're starting out and you're looking at that zero follower account and you're like, where do I even start? And it feels like this big, big thing in the sky that's so far away, figuring out who are other people that serve a very similar audience in a different way, perhaps than you do that you can show up on their Instagram or in their Facebook group and do a training or share some information and just starting to get people to notice you and recognize you with that call to action of, follow me on Instagram where I'm going to be showing up all the time for you and giving you what you need and the support and help you need, right? So once you feel you've got the good plan in place where you are going to be showing up consistently for them, then the next step really is how do I get in front of other audiences and just get visible? So if you are a social media manager, you've got a social media agency, are there designers and copywriters and other freelancers in your business that you've already got great relationships with that you can collaborate with and do some fun things together on each other's accounts? And they'd be so happy to support you as you build your following. And then now you know you're bringing in high quality, ideal client followers as well, which is so much more important than having a bunch and a high quantity of people that are not your 
buyers, right? Um, and then I think the other piece of it is making sure that you are spending a significant amount of time in outreach. And so by outreach, I mean being incredibly strategic about what hashtags you want to follow on Instagram, what groups you want to be involved in in Facebook, and showing up in those hashtags and in those groups. Not salesy, not pushy, not self-promotion, but as somebody there that's there to provide support and service and value. That has been incredibly helpful for me to build organically is how can I get inside somebody's direct message that uses the mompreneur hashtag that looks like somebody that I could really help and support? And how do I develop a one-to-one relationship with them to get them in my world that doesn't feel sleazy and yucky, but just feels like I'm super excited to be connecting with all of these other amazing people on this platform that are doing cool things, right? And so I think those are the best two places to start to build that organic following, get that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All about the DMs. Love a yes. good DM. Um, and even now with the video and the voice, like you can get so personalized with the direct message on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn even now has voice messaging that they're testing out. So all of these amazing platforms where you can take things to the next level and um, really connect with people on a one-to-one basis. Uh, so before we wrap up, I'd love um, one final thought from you. If there's one thing that we can take away from our time here together, um, what, would you, what would you tell us? So I love that you mentioned the DM because as a final thought, I really strongly believe that what is separating the people who are building incredible personal brands online and building lots of influence and becoming experts in their area is they focus less on content development and pushing out stuff and they concentrate more on relationship marketing and developing relationships inside their direct messages, especially when you are first starting out. So. That means how can I be really intentional and purposeful with developing more intimate, deeper relationships with people inside my direct message that leads them down a path to purchase or leads them down a path to become a potential collaborator. So there's so much opportunity and things going on inside the DM. Um, If you leave this podcast with one thing that you want to start doing, I would say it's welcoming every single follower you have with a voice memo inside their DM. So I started doing this because my mouth moves a lot faster than my thumbs do. (laughs) And I thought, I'm just going to save time by just sending a voice memo saying, Hey, thanks so much for the follow. I was shocked at the amount of people that respond saying, wow, I've never had a voice memo from somebody before. Like, thank you for doing that. And I will go to their account. I will see who they are and what they do. I will find something to comment on. And I will say, thanks so much for the follow. I really appreciate your support. I see you also do X. Or I see you're also a boy mom or whatever it is. Like, I'd love to know more about you. Tell me about what you do. And I just work to get that conversation going and really understand who they are and what they need from me and why they're on the account and following me. Um, And it's so incredibly powerful because you get to see and hear your followers 
and they get to see and hear you on a deeper level. And that is all about the real human connection and what we all crave and need for social media to work in our business. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to start doing this voice message. Thanking for the follow. I love doing voice message and I usually do it in response to Instagram stories. Like if I see a story that resonated with me, I'll send a voice message. But for new followers, that's brilliant. I'm going to start doing it. I don't know if I'll get everybody, but... I feel like it's a good habit to start. So thank you. That was powerful. And tell me how it goes. I want to know like, oh, Jen, I'm getting so many messages back or like what you've learned because that totally just blew like my whole mind and world open when I started just doing that one thing. Oh my gosh. Yes. And if you guys are listening, go follow Jen so you can get your own voice message. Uh, So Jen, tell us uh, where we can find you online. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Jen Conger. So that's just J-E-N-C-O-N-G-E-R. And then I also have a really fun Facebook community called The Social Jam. So would love to see you join us there. I do more intimate trainings inside that group that I don't have anywhere else. And we do a lot of community building activities and fun challenges. Um, Like a couple weeks ago, we did a no phone for the whole weekend challenge. And then everybody got to come back on Monday with like what they learned or how they felt just being device free. So we do like fun things in there too. So that's another great place to come hang out with me. Sweet. And I'll put the links to both uh, the Instagram and the Facebook group and everywhere else you are online in the show notes. So make sure you guys go check that out. Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I absolutely loved it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.